Good morning and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Tuesday, January 30th. On today's show, we discuss the Bucks' patience after losing Rivers' debut and how Maverick star Luka Doncic's 73-point game made an ESPN analyst look foolish. Plus, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp rip into Lamar Jackson's choke job. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with a recent development in the NBA, where Doc Rivers has taken over as the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, marking the first time in his 25-year coaching career that he's taken over a team midseason. This comes as a challenge for both Rivers and the Bucks as they adjust to this change. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about this transition and how it's affecting the team? Certainly, David. Rivers has emphasized the need for patience as he slowly introduces his strategies to the team. He's cautious about not overloading the players with too much information at once. Despite losing their first game under Rivers' coaching to the Denver Nuggets, the Bucks showed one of their most inspired defensive efforts of the season, holding the Nuggets to 113 points. That's interesting. How did the players respond to this new coaching style? The players seem to be responding positively. Giannis Antetokounmpo, for instance, praised Rivers and emphasized the need for patience as the team adjusts to the new coaching style. The improved intensity on defense was a clear sign of how the players responded under Rivers. Brooke Lopez also noted a great sense of composure and calmness in Rivers' debut as their coach. And how does Rivers plan to navigate this midseason transition moving forward? Rivers is aware that the transition can't be completed overnight. He plans to have longer shoot-arounds and maybe a few more extra practice days than usual to help the players get up to speed on the adjustments he wants them to make. With 35 games remaining on the Bucks' schedule before the playoffs, Rivers is focused on making subtle tweaks and ensuring the players are clear on their responsibilities. The Bucks' season is certainly shaping up to be an interesting one under their new coach. Thanks for that update, Abby. In other NBA news, Dallas Mavericks star Luka Doncic recently set a new career high with an impressive 73 points, leading his team to a 148-143 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. This performance came amidst media speculation about the 2024 NBA All-Star starting lineups, and notably, criticism from ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent Celeste, can you tell us more about the context of Doncic's performance? Certainly, David. The night before the game, the 2024 NBA All-Star starting lineups were announced, sparking much debate in the media. Kendrick Perkins, an ESPN analyst known for his criticism of Luka Doncic, expressed his opinion that Timberwolves' star guard Anthony Edwards should have been a starter over Doncic. This was despite Doncic leading in every statistic except three-point and free-throw percentage compared to Edwards. So how did Doncic's performance in the game against the Hawks respond to this criticism? Doncic's 73-point game was a powerful response to his critics. It's almost as if he made Perkins and other analysts look foolish. His performance was particularly impressive considering the slander he received after the All-Star lineup announcement and the recent Phoenix Suns matchup. What about the media coverage of Doncic's performance? 
Has it been positive? Interestingly, despite Doncic's remarkable performance, the media coverage hasn't been entirely positive. For instance, Stephen A. Smith chose to criticize the Atlanta Hawks' defense rather than praise Doncic. There seems to be a negative narrative around Doncic and the Mavericks this season, which is unfortunate given their potential. And what does this mean for the Mavericks going forward? Despite the criticism, the Mavericks are still in the thick of the Western Conference and could be poised to make a run, especially if they can overcome their injury issues. Doncic's performance certainly demonstrates his ability to rise above the criticism and deliver on the court, which bodes well for the team's future prospects. Certainly Celeste, we'll keep an eye on that. Shifting gears to football, in the aftermath of the Baltimore Ravens' 17-10 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship, ESPN's first take host, Stephen A. Smith, has made some pointed remarks about Lamar Jackson's performance. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Sports. So Bella, what exactly did Smith have to say about Jackson's performance? David, Smith didn't mince words. He pointed out that Jackson's passer rating was below 80 in five of the six playoff games he's been in. He contrasted this with Jackson's regular season performance, which is typically exceptional. Smith went as far as to label Jackson's performance as a choke job. He defined choking as performing exceptionally until the crucial moment arrives and then performing badly, which he believes is what happened with Jackson in the AFC Championship. That's quite a harsh assessment. What about the other analysts? Did they share Smith's view? Fellow analyst Sharp wasn't much kinder in his assessment. He stated that while he believes Jackson has the ability to get to and win a Super Bowl, Jackson has yet to show up in big moments when the team absolutely needs him. Sharp pointed out that we have yet to see Jackson play well in big moments when it matters most. So it seems there's a consensus among analysts that Jackson underperforms in crucial moments, but how fair is this assessment? It's important to remember that football is a team sport and the Ravens had turnovers and penalties that were devastating in the AFC Championship. However, as the quarterback, Jackson is often the focal point and his performance can significantly impact the outcome of the game. His regular season performances have set a high bar and it's clear that the analysts expect him to maintain that level even in high pressure playoff games. And what does this mean for Jackson's future? Sharp noted that until Jackson quiets the critics, they're going to talk loud and they're going to get more and more bullhorns. This suggests that the pressure is on Jackson to step up his game in crucial moments and prove the critics wrong. Despite the criticism, Jackson is still considered a top-tier quarterback and is the overwhelming favorite to win his second NFL MVP award. That's certainly a situation to keep an eye on, Thanks for the update, Bella. Speaking of situations to watch, Brooklyn Nets forward Ben Simmons made a triumphant return to the court Monday night against the Utah Jazz after missing 38 games due to a nerve impingement in his lower back. Simmons finished with 10 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, a steal, and no turnovers in 18 minutes, contributing to a 147-114 to Nets victory. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent James. So James, how did Simmons perform in his first game back? David, Simmons had an impressive performance. He checked into the game midway through the first quarter and made an immediate impact, assisting Royce O'Neal on a three-pointer just six seconds in. 
he finished the night plus 27, providing the Nets with size and pace that helped them secure their fifth win in their past 17 games. And what was Simmons' role in the game? How did the Nets manage his playing time? Nets coach Jack Vaughan had said before the game that Simmons would be coming off the bench and playing in short stints. That's exactly how it played out, with Simmons checking in for roughly five minutes in the middle of each quarter. Despite not having gone through a full practice with the Nets before his return, Simmons looked like the same player he was before the injury, pushing the tempo offensively and attacking the boards at both ends. What was the overall impact of Simmons's return on the Nets' performance? Simmons's return had a significant impact on the team's performance. The Nets scored 147 points, had 41 assists, and shot 21 for 45 from three-point range. Vaughan praised Simmons' performance, attributing the team's success to his impact. He said that the pace Simmons played with and the looks he created for his teammates were key factors in the win. Simmons has had a series of injury issues over the past three years. What's the outlook for him moving forward? Vaughan declined to say how long it would take for Simmons to increase his minutes moving forward, stating that the goal was just to get through this first game and go from there. However, Simmons himself is looking forward to an extended run on the court and hopes his back issues are behind him. He spoke about the hard work he's put in behind the scenes to get back on the court, and it's clear he's eager to contribute to the team's success. Thanks to our Simply Sports reporter James for those insights. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.